Hello and welcome back to Millennial Ag, where agriculture is always on tap and no topic is off limits. Thanks for joining us today, your co-hosts, Valine Likely and Catherine Lotspeech. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, listeners! <laughs> we are, um, this will air on Christmas Eve this year, which I think is perfect timing for our Christmas episode. Um because last year it was a day after the day of Christmas or something kind of wonky. So it's kind of fun to air Merry Christmas um, on Christmas Eve. And hopefully you have a few minutes just to tune in and listen. And maybe we can bring some Christmas spirit or Christmas joy to to your podcast um, library this week. We, we'll keep it short and sweet and kind of light and fluffy. Um because I think Catherine and I are both realizing we need a little bit of a break and a little bit of an unplug from some of the craziness just going on in life and in society. Um, and I think Christmas tends to do that, especially, you know, you can take part of Thursday, Friday, and then you have the weekend to kind of just hopefully unplug and, and enjoy some of the, the holiday spirit and the holiday joy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think um, this is a great... I mean, obviously it's a great time to do it. It's Christmas time, but it's been, it's been a heck of a year for everybody. And we're hoping that, um, you know, these next few days will give you, um, some peace and some rest and hopefully some joy that has been sort of lacking in 2020. So listeners, we thought we'd share with you what Christmas means to us and maybe a tradition or two that we have in our families. Um, and then we'll wish you the very best and we'll talk to you before the new year starts. So yeah, Catherine, do you want to start? What's What's maybe a childhood um, Christmas tradition that you may or may not do today, but something you remember from growing up? Yeah, yeah. So um, growing up, obviously, we had chores that we had to do um, before we could get down to the real present opening and Christmas dinner and stuff. So in my family, um, we could open our stockings as soon as we woke up. And usually me and my brothers were awake at three o'clock in the morning, you know, um, and Santa may or may not have come by then. <laughs> um, and we'd open our stockings and then we'd all get bundled up and go out and do our chores, um, you know, take care of babies and everything else because my parents were really good about making sure that our employees got Christmas off. Um, back when, you know, our cadre was quite a bit smaller than it is these days. Um, and then we'd come home and we'd have Christmas dinner, you know, around two or three in the afternoon. And then we'd get down to the real present opening. Um, and that's, uh, you know, it, it was hard to wait. And um, I think part of it was my mom teaching us uh, patience and, <laughs> and, you know, forbearance to to wait for something that we really wanted to get into. Um, but that's, that's a treasured memory now. Um, and, and something that I look back on with fondness and, um, I don't know if it's necessarily a tradition, but something that seemed to happen like at least every other year was that some pen of cows would get out and we'd have to go chase cows. <laughs> and of course it was usually in the dark. Um, Sometimes it was snowing and, you know, it's just one of those things you look back on, like it's good times with the family and just, just one of those goofy parts of ag, you know, that, that wraps itself into, um, into life. And, um, just looking back on it, it's, it's fond memories and, um, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's one thing from, from my Christmas's past that I like to think about and, and remember and, and reminisce about. So what about you, Val? 
I think mine's mine's kind of similar, but maybe a little bit opposite. Um, Christmas Eve, we always would do clam chowder. Um, the majority of Christmases were spent at home. Um, and then we do clam chowder and bread bowls. It was my um, great grandma's recipe. And if I'm mm-hmm. wrong, I'm sure my family will correct me. Um, <laughs> mom always mom never can follow a recipe to a T. And so she'd always add something different, which made it, I thought really great, but there was always controversy around that. <laughs> um, and then we would um, go to bed. Me and my brother had zero patience for Christmas morning because we would, especially when we were little, we'd um, camp out together. And I don't think we ever slept a full night on Christmas Eve. Right. <laughs> go wake mom and dad up till 6 a.m. Uh-huh. Um, but we were peeking in every like hour. Are they awake? No, you're awake now. Um, and then we'd get up and open stockings and Christmas presents um, and usually have cinnamon rolls or some kind of like sweet breakfast treat. And then all the cows would have to be fed. Um, and we'd, dad would typically go do it and we'd, we'd help him. Um, if it was nice, we'd maybe saddle a horse and go ride or do something and then have Christmas dinner and play games and just just enjoy the day. And it's, you know, just being able to sit around and play games and laugh and have family come over and whoever, one thing I cherished about Christmases um, with my family is anybody that didn't really have a place to go for Christmas or was traveling through or their family was gone. They were always at our house. So we'd have people from all, you know, aspects. Some people would come in from Nevada, some people, you know, came over that were adopted grandparents or, you know, things like that. So there was always somebody over for Christmas and it was just, just fun and relaxing and, and lots of laughs and games to play and friends. And we did all sorts of stuff that was, you know, I don't know if there's a specific tradition, but just good family time, laughing, breaking in the new Christmas presents and, and then making sure, yeah, the chores got done in between, you know, we didn't have most of the time we'd plan so that, you know, it was mostly just the horses or the cows would need to be fed in the morning. Um, but in years now that the cows are in Nevada, it's just the horses that need fed. So it's been nice to kind of have chores, not as extensive as they once used to be too. So yeah, for sure. I love what you say about, um, you know, whoever doesn't have a place to go on Christmas, that's, that was definitely a part of my growing up too. And even now, um, you know, anybody who's, who's passing through or, maybe far from home. Um, they're always welcome at our dinner table. And, and my mom would also somehow figure out how to make sure that they got at least one present. Um, you know, even if it was just a dish towel or something like that. And so I love that we come from that same kind of, um, love and generosity from, from our parents. So. And I um, appreciate other families doing the same thing because like me being in Colorado and away from family, I've been fortunate enough to, um, be going back to Idaho and, and so forth. But there's been a couple times where plans have been last minute or I don't know what's going on. And just knowing that, you know, there's, there's those families like what I grew up in that I know I can just say, Hey, I'm here for the holidays. Can I come, can I come rain on your parade today and, and join in on the fun? And they're always like, absolutely. And same with Easter. I think I spent more Easter's in Colorado, which same thing is one of my favorite holidays, but I've just haven't been able to go back. So to be able to spend it with, you know, friends that, that are like family now to me because they open the door and just let people in, I think is super cool. And I'm, I'm appreciative of being treated like that. And I think it, I think 
you know, makes me when I, when I grow up um, to have my own Christmases um, to make sure that that offer is always extended to other people as well. Definitely. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, that's a great thing to remember this Christmas as we move into a Christmas that might be a lot of, a lot different for a lot of people, um, you know, it might not be with family or it just looks a lot different just because of what this year has been um, and to, you know, reflect on the good with, with gratitude and, and look towards next year with hope, with hope and um, anticipation for better, whatever that might mean. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and I, I think for a pandemic to happen, I think 2020 is a good year if there is a good year, but we've got the technology, we've got the communication, um, you know, and being able, you know, I've being able to zoom family members in or, you know, able to at least see a friendly face, I think makes it at least bearable. I don't know if it makes it great, but it at least makes it so that we can find connection, even if it is through technology and so forth. So I think looking at some of the positives of, of a pandemic in the modern age is we at least, we at least have technology to connect families across the world if we can't travel this, this year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, for sure. And listeners, um, we're so thankful for you. We wish you and your families a very merry and a safe Christmas. Um, thank you for, for joining us along this ride of millennial lag. We're so glad that you're here with us. Um, and we look forward to what 2021 has in store for all of us. Absolutely. And we'll um, tune in next week and we'll go over kind of our goals, how we set goals um, and how our goal perspectives, I think, have changed over the years, too, um, with everything going on and kind of what 20, a summary of 2020 to 2020 as well. I shouldn't say 2022, (laughs) Um, but we'll kind of give you a synopsis of, of where we've been, what we've been doing and what we hope for 2021, but how we have also learned to just Hold on and enjoy the ride too, because you never know what the world's going to throw at you. So, yeah. So thank you um, for tuning into this week's episode of the Millennial Ag Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at talktous at millennialag.com. Until next week, we're Millennial Ag. Mm-hmm.